we're ready. We're hungry. Our people are hungry. Our people are ready. We're waiting for those containers of Bibles to come. We're waiting for those study materials. We could go twice as fast tomorrow if the the books were there. Hello and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. Recently, a number of Bible League staff from around the world met in Greece, and the message couldn't be clearer. We need more, more Bibles and more Bible study materials because people are hungry and thirsty for God, and the desire to get the Word into the hands and hearts of others is urgent. Rob Bullock, Executive Vice President of Advancement at Bible League International, was part of those meetings and joins me today. Rob, you just got back from a series of meetings uh, in Greece with many of our uh, key staff from uh, six regions of the world where Bible League serves. Talk about one of the exciting outcomes uh, from that gathering. Yeah, Michael, one of the things that uh, really became clear to us was just how huge the opportunity is that God's given us right now to get his word into more people's hands and hearts. And that came up really over breakfast with a few of our regional directors and Mm -hmm. uh, Toby, who works with our teams in Southern Africa. That's uh, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Mozambique, Malawi, Mm -hmm. uh, South Africa was telling us that again and again, he's having to tell the partners, slow down. (laughs) Um, stop, uh, you know, pace yourself on, on how you're doing the programs because we can't get you the materials quickly Mm. enough to meet the need that you're seeing. And some of the other peers of his from, um, South Asia and from East Africa nodded and said, yes, this is, we're having this exact same Mm. challenge of we, we can't get materials quickly enough. Uh, we can't get enough Bibles. We can't get enough Bible study booklets to meet the need and the demand that's there in our countries. So uh, we said, well, how much more do you need? What are we talking about here? And, and um, two times as much. And Santosh, who works with our um, teams in India and Bangladesh, and said, oh, easily two times as much. Uh, with just the staff and the, the teams that we have today, we could do twice as many Bibles, mm. twice as much material, mm. maybe three times. And uh, the others all agreed, yes, this is this is what we're seeing in country after country all around the world. Well, I mean, that's exciting. I mean, that's what we pray for, right, is that we'd be able to engage more and more people. Um, so the factors that you're uh, talking about that prompt us to look at uh, doubling our, our printing budget, talk more about that. What, what, are, what are these uh, staff members around the world telling you? Sure. So, you know, what we, what we see is that we have incredible leaders in every country where we're doing work. And these are these aren't missionaries. These are local leaders um, who grew up in those countries who uh, know all of the people, the leaders of the different churches and who are trusted and respected and who uh, are really excited to share the fact that Bible League makes Bibles and Bible study materials available as a gift from our donors um, in these countries. And Mm. the response has just been tremendous. And in country after country, they say, send us more, send us more, send us more Bibles. All of this means there's why there's a growing hunger right among people uh, that they have for God's word, you know, to be engaged in God's word. Countries like Zimbabwe, India, Colombia, and many others. Uh, to talk more about that. We're, we're seeing a hunger among people, right, to uh, be uh, equipped and drawn Absolutely. to God. Absolutely, we see that hunger for God's word, and we sense an urgency too, even amongst our donors here in the U.S. Um, and in some of the Western countries that say people need God's word right now. Mm-hmm. They need it in their hands. They need it in their hearts. Um, and this is what we're we're um, excited to be able to do. 
Yeah, the uh, Discovery Series, brand new. It's a Discovery yeah. Series for, for children. It's a perfect example of a, of a Bible League uh, printing project. Um, what's this new series about? Um, what are we hoping to uh, accomplish uh, through this, uh, this printing project? Sure. You know, I came to Bible League about five years ago, and the first thing that I heard from um, the partner I visited in the Philippines was, we need material for kids. Hmm. Um, we've got so many children who come to our churches, we have nothing to, to work with them on. And what the Discovery Series is, is uh, Bible League's new curriculum for children ages 4 through 12. Hmm. Uh, it's 14 different books of Bible study and uh, illustrated Bibles, uh, illustrated Bible storybooks for really little kids. And these books are fantastic. Uh, I was in Ghana just a few months ago hmm. and got to visit an after-school program that was testing out some of the, the coloring books that are part of this for the re- youngest yeah. kids. And hmm. I couldn't believe what they're able to, to get out of a, a coloring page. I stopped at a table um, of kids that were, were coloring in these books, and I asked them, which is your, your favorite picture that you've drawn so far? And every one of them had a different Bible story that they've drawn it, colored a picture from. <laughs> And each of them could tell me um, what the verse was from memory, yeah. um, could tell me what the meaning of that verse was, what mm. it meant for them, and what they wanted to do different in their life because they had learned this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the, the little girls said, my favorite is, is the one where Jesus calls the children to him. And hmm. she showed me the picture of Jesus sitting with all the little children. And uh, I said, that's a beautiful, beautiful story. I said, do you remember what Jesus said? And she said, yes. She said, let the little children uh, come to me. Uh, I said, yes, that's great. And a little boy sitting next to her says, because theirs is the kingdom of God. Mm. And I tell you what. They got I just, it, didn't they? They've got it. And it it brought tears to my eyes yeah, just yeah. seeing that and seeing their joy in that. Yeah, I, you know, I remember when I traveled to, to Kenya, Rob, we sat in on a, a class, uh, a Bible League had been invited in. This was actually a government school, right? But the Bible League had been uh, invited in to provide, uh, you know, a religious-based course, right? So they were using Project Philip for kids. As I sat next to a boy, he was 10 years of age, he had his little Project Philip uh, booklet open. I know this is a little different than the Discovery series. But Rob, he had things written in his margins. He had his the edges of those pages folded down. He was a serious student of the Word, and, and, and it wasn't that those things were, were gibberish or, you know, child's play. What he wrote was really deep, you know. So as you say, there's a deep hunger yes. for children to connect with the Lord uh, through His Word. And uh, this is, I think, the, the desired outcome of this new discovery series for children. That's fun. That's fantastic. God gives us a specific promise about his response to our giving. You know, I mean, to be able to, to, to uh, double a, a print budget, that's going to take some resources, uh, isn't it? Um, it will. Rob, you've talked about, you know, God tells us to bring the whole tie. That's the Malachi 3.10 verse, right? As it relates to our desire to, to meet this very, very ambitious uh, goal, um, what, what, what does it mean uh, to bring the whole tithe? This is a, a verse that I learned Years and years ago, Malachi 3.10 says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, mm. and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. It's just an amazing picture of God's abundance and his desire to pour that abundance into us. Uh, and we've certainly seen him doing that at Bible League in recent years of just opening up the the hearts of donors to um, pour out generously into this ministry. And and, and this verse, along with many others, just reminds us that everything is God's. Hmm. Um, He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Um, He uh, 
just says again and again throughout scripture, I have all of this. I have everything that you need and I'm waiting to give it to you. And in the Malachi verse, it says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Now, what he, what Malachi was talking about, he was challenging the Israelites at that time who were bringing kind of their last fruits, who were bringing their worst um, mm. gifts to God mm. and not really honoring God with their best. Uh, and he's saying, bring, bring me your best because mm. I've got all of this in store for you. And I think that that's what he's telling us too. It's, it's not about a specific percentage. It's not about a specific amount. It's about bringing God the best of what we have. Yeah. And, and for us at Bible League, that means bringing our best to our work. Um, for our donors, it means maybe bringing their best back to, to him in, in giving in celebration of all that he has poured into them. Mm. You know, when we read this verse organizationally, we say we just need to be absolutely giving our best effort every day to this work that God's called us to. Yeah. Yeah, Rob, I appreciate your passion. You, you serve an important role here. I mean, executive vice president of uh, advancement. But it's important for you to get out of the office, out of the boardroom, isn't it? And to, to get out in the field, to meet with the staff you talked about uh, as we began our, our podcast today, to see what God is doing through those staff, to see their excitement, to hear their challenges, right? And to kind of be drawn into the vision they have for this ministry. Talk about how important it is. Talk about those staff that you, you saw in, in Greece and just how all of that fuels your uh, your soul for, uh, for ministry. Absolutely. You know, my favorite thing about Bible League is that it is a league. It is a family, a fellowship yeah. of people who share this calling from God and yeah. who are just committed at every level um, from the the people who are volunteers out there just teaching Bible studies or teaching literacy classes to uh, people who are planting churches and and creating the opportunity for worship where there was none before to the people who work here in the building um packing up yeah. orders or or whatever at every level people are just there we are serious about our calling we are serious yeah. about praying um and and lifting everything up to God in prayer we're serious about uh doing this in unity together mm. and so getting out of the office, getting to meet with our donors who also feel this calling, who also uh, pray for us, who also share in this work with us is really exciting. And then getting to go out into the field and sometimes take donors along to the field to, to meet um, the folks who are doing this work firsthand. That's really fun. Yeah. Uh, being able to set these up on, mm. on sometimes we do online conversations, kind of like webinars where uh, donors get to meet with our, our leaders from the field and just hear firsthand what, what happened this week. Um, we get prayer requests every week from every country where we do work. And it's amazing to be able to see just at a granular level what's happening yeah. um, in country after country. In Rwanda this week, 2,300 people finished Bible studies and got their Bibles. Mm. 2,300 wow. people just from 11 villages. It's a huge thing that God is doing. And it's really great to be able to get out and see it firsthand, to hear those stories, to hear about the needs, and to to be able to just be that much more excited about doing this work. Yeah. So, Rob, the our, our staff around the world, I mean, they, they've stated, hey, this this needs to happen, right? We need to double our printing budget. Why? There's great demand. It brings great glory to the Lord. People come to Jesus Christ. They grow as his followers. Um, when, when you left Greece, were you convinced that these staff, are they prepared for the hard work that's needed, the, the, the anticipated growth, the outcome? Are they ready for all of this? Oh, absolutely. They're excited about it. 
I think just the same way that we are. I think sometimes when you see a, a really big challenge ahead, it can either inspire fear, it can inspire excitement, or mm. maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what we were hearing from them was, we're ready. We're hungry. <laughs> Our people are hungry. Our people are ready. Mm. We're waiting for those containers of Bibles to come. We're waiting for those study materials. Um, we we could go twice as fast tomorrow if the the books were there. Mm. Um, and I think that that's a, just an enormous opportunity for us, even more than it is a challenge, because we know that God's, God's got this. God has those resources ready for us. For us, doubling the printing budget means another eight or nine million dollars in God's economy. That's, that's not much. For Bible League, that's a lot. Uh, that's, yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it's twice what we spent this year. Um, we, our entire budget this year was about $30 million, um, for ministry around the world mm. in 70 countries. Um, adding another $10 million, that's, that's a, a third increase. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we're, we're excited to see how God might bring that about. Yeah. Yeah. As I engage with our donors, I mean, I find Rob, they're they're engaged with us. They they want to know how how can I pray with specificity about Bible League's ministry, in light of this ambitious goal. Some would call it ambitious, right? And how can we pray for uh, this goal to be met? The first thing I would pray for is just that we stay faithful to God's calling, hmm. um, that we stay true to the Word that He has given us, um, and that uh, step by step we are constantly led by Him. Um, that is the most important thing to all of us and the, the thing that I pray for every day. Um, I think, secondly, pray that people who share this vision, who also feel this calling, would um, hear about it and, and connect with us on it. Yeah. Um, because that's, you know, this is work that we do together, and we can do far more together than we could individually. Um, mm. And so I'd, I'd pray for that. And third, just that God would continue to open doors um, for Bible League around the world um, and that. Sometimes that is opening doors into communities uh, that that hunger for God's word or need God's word. Sometimes that is opening doors with government officials to be able to get our containers through customs. Mm. Um, sometimes that is opening doors with local church officials who say, what's this ministry? Is this a good thing for me or is this a threat to me? I can tell you time and time again, we see the aha moment when they realize this is a good thing uh, for me. Yeah. And this is a good thing for my flock. And this is a good thing for my village, my community. <laughs> um, this is something that we need. Amen and amen. You've been hearing from Rob Bullock, Executive Vice President of Advancement for Bible League International, talk about the excitement and urgency to double our print budget and to engage even more people around the world in the Word of God. Rob, thanks for sharing with us today. Friends, thank you for listening and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our e-newsletter and verse of the day and learn more about becoming a monthly sower at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know how today's program impacted you. You can email us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. I'm Michael Woolworth for the Word in Action podcast.